This is a Stand-Up New York Labs production, providing you decent podcasts since 2013. Hey everybody, this is Mike. And this is Tim. And we're from Mike and Tim Visitors, and we have a very special announcement. December 18th at 8 p.m., we are doing our very first live podcast. You've never seen anything like this. You have no idea what's in store. I'm going to be smashing my face in bread. My ex-girlfriends are going to be fighting for my love. It's going to be ridiculous. There's going to be a lot of glitz, a lot of glamour, and it's all going to take place at Stand Up New York Comedy Club on the Upper West Side. Again, that's December 18th, 8 p.m., Holy shit, this is going to be a, a New York Times article level of explosives. We'll news. see it. We'll <laughs> just see you there. That's 37 seconds. Perfect. Hello, hello. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast. Funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! In the conversation, yes. this is Damian Lemon. And this is Ali Muhammad, the voice of your choice. What's going on, man? Hey, man. Everything's good, man. Shit, you here? I've been chilling. Yeah? You know what I mean? I've been um, trying to wind this shit down, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I've been really trying to close out all open projects. Right. So I could go into this last, you know, last few weeks of uh twenty seventeen in a very contemplative mode. You know what I'm saying? I hear that. And then kick you know what I'm saying, just come in strong as opposed to running out of running out of twenty seventeen. As usual, like you just shooting and working and you know what I'm saying, doing shit all the way into woohoo, goddamn busting through the tank. You know what I'm saying? So I wanna I wanna ease on through the last few days of this shit. Have some reflection. Yeah, have a little reflection. 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 And you know, they say the Mercury is in retrograde, so I feel like they always say that. <laughs> I feel like I'm always the last one to know too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's usually a time they say that's supposed to be a time of reflection. I don't really know. Like I say, we talk about this all the time. Right. I, I notice it, I know it's there. I don't really know too much. I haven't did much studying on it, but you know, they say you're supposed to reflect during that time. Get your reflection on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, it is a holiday season too. Yeah, man. Um, I'm pretty. I don't, even though I don't celebrate Christmas, but I'm pretty excited. Are you? Yeah. Why? Well, <clears throat> around my way, uh-huh. you know, I got a 17 year old. This is last childhood. You know, what I'm saying holiday. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He out the door. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He'll be 18 and, you know what I mean, he might not come home for, for the holiday. Nah, he gonna come back. <laughs> I know he coming back, yeah. but you know, that's gonna be that's, different, a, that's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm gonna go over with my girlfriend right. or I'm gonna go with my, my, you know, my roommate to such and such town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit, I stopped, I started skipping holidays after college. Started, after or during? Like, during college, I started skipping holidays. Like, I, I don't think I've been to Miami for Thanksgiving since freshman year. Wow. <laughs> you know you was just up the block. I was, but nah, it ain't up the block. It was closer to go to Atlanta. That's when I started going to Atlanta. Because, okay. you know, it's a short weekend. Then you're going, right. you're going to go home in like three weeks anyway. So instead of driving six to eight hours to Miami, it was easy to just shoot to Atlanta with my roommate for four hours. 
I mean, it's, it's that far. Tallahassee's that yeah, far. Yeah, Tallahassee. Yeah, that's far from yeah, Miami. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's a long ass drive. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you used to hitting it, but if you got a choice, all right, I must do this a little short weekend, right? To go to the A. Right. Once I went the first time, I was like, shit, I'm going every time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a that's a nice little option, too. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my roommate, Terrence Crooks. You know what I'm saying? He, he introduced me to Atlanta. It's tough to hit both holidays when you're in college, too, especially mm-hmm. if you're far away. Thanksgiving always is the one that kind of, it, it's <laughs> the one that typically gets the cut. Right. Because... Christmas is bundled with that New Year situation. Right. And, it's, and it's a longer scenario. Yeah. It's usually yeah. a week or two, you yeah. know. You really stunting if you're doing Thanksgiving, then coming back for Christmas. Right. That's that's big. Right. So wow. so you know, it's it's that that era where, you know, this is last one as a kid. Mm. You might get to sit at the grown folks table in a couple of years. <laughs> In a couple years, when is the when? At what point do you graduate to the grow folks table? Is it college? Depending on your maturity. Really, it's your maturity. Could level. you be at the grow folks table as a high schooler if you that yes, mature? Yes, I had I had a cousin. My cousin Des, she was at the grown folks table. Seemed like from middle school, she was just grown. Like you know what I mean? She just had a maturity level of a, a an adult as a kid. So. She always ran, you know, ran with the with right. the grown with the grown aunts and uncles. Uh-huh. She never really hung out with the, about to ask, with the kids. Was like there that. any resentment? Nah, because everybody knew she was pretty much grown. <laughs> it, was, it was just accepted. Yeah, she just she just was was a grown person. She's not even fronting. That's just yeah. her. That's her community. And then it wasn't a real middle. So I was pretty much like it was a bunch of us. So I had aunts that crossed over with the same age as my older sister. Right, and then. That cousin that she was probably like a year or two older than me. Mm-hmm. And then in my little space, I was pretty much the only one at that age. Mm-hmm. Then it was like two, three years under me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? She really couldn't hang with the, the girls that was under her. Right. So she had to hang up. And then I just hung out with my uncle who was five years older. So, so But you didn't get any grown folk table. Nah, I, I, we we didn't really hang around enough to try to even be at the grown folks table. We was trying to be outside. Okay, you know All what I'm right. saying? Because the grown folks table really was ran by the women. You know what I mean? Okay. So it was like the mm. woman's table. Okay. And then we were trying to go outside. We were trying to be outdoors, mm. somewhere you know, out in yonder. The, yeah, out yonder. Right. Out of view, out of sight, out of mind. That's what's up. So you know what I'm saying? So there are exceptions to the grown folk rule. But I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't think my son, he, he ain't make that cut. So how you going to make it special? This is his I don't know. That's, that's the, what I'm thinking about. That's why I need to contemplate. That's why I need to get all this work out the way so I could figure out how to, how to make it, you know what I'm saying, make it stick. Because it's, it's my, my, my son and my niece. They're both 17. Right. So this, this both of them last hurrah. And they, you know what I'm saying? They quietly trying. Both of them trying to go to Howard. So we'll see how that plays. <laughs> I ain't saying it's a scheme. Like no, 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 no. Because at first, you know, he didn't. He wasn't thinking about Howard, Howard like that. Yeah. So she was. She came with the. You know, it'll be nice if we both went to Howard. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Which I Sold was like, you know, yeah. that, that's that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? For so, the first two years. Nah, actually, I went to school with my cousin. Yeah. And it was dope. Yeah, we're cool. Yeah, all the way through, hung out all, and all, all that. the way through because. She was way different than me, and I hung out a lot. I was out. I was outdoors, of course. Okay. And she was real grown. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not the, not the same cousin. Actually, that same cousin ended up coming to Florida State a couple of years later. Mm-hmm. But 
this my my cousin Dondra. She uh she was just real mature. She was in pharmacy, so they always had homework and shit, and always cook like real real grown folk. You know, some adult meals and shit. While you know you're on a college, you're in a college scenario eating hamburgers and you know what I'm saying making sandwiches and shit. And they, what they cooking? Baked macaroni. They and cooking cheese. baked chicken and you know macaroni. Nah, they ain't you know like they they had mac and cheese, but like homemade mac and cheese and vegetables yeah. and shit. Yeah. Making some real lemonade. Right. You know what I'm saying? We still got Kool Aid over there and right. shit. You know, so it was always good to have. The cousin there, you know what I'm saying, to have a little family environment, but you still in college. Why? A little home. Yeah, a little bit of home, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, while you out wilder. So, is, let me ask you this, though. I know you said that that this is this is your firstborn's last childhood holiday. Now, is this a realization that you came to, or is this something that... He spoke to it. Nah, nah, this is something I just thought of. You know what I'm saying? And how do you feel? Do you feel like this your first, this your firstborn about to go away? Yeah, yeah. yeah this. Do you feel some sentimentality? You feel a little what's talk to you? Well, me? you know, it's like this. As a as an you know, I didn't really understand this as a kid, but as an adult, as a parent. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's always that like, damn, you're out of time and it's like, I I wish I had done so much more. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you you got the one that's going off like damn he he gonna miss out on a lot, <laughs> that, mm. you know what I'm saying that hasn't happened yet right you know what I'm saying that that you wasn't able to put in front of them before they left the crib so right you know what I'm saying you had that uh-huh. but then you also have like you know it ain't over you know what I'm saying I'm shit I'm pops so right. I need to make that environment that kids want to come back to right you know what I'm saying bring the grandkids around you know what right. I mean so you need to start setting that up as well right so. I remember when I went to college, you know, my pops was, you know, he was cool motherfucker. He ain't really show no emotions or no shit like that. Right. He just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when he dropped me off at school, we was at Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. You know, he was just acting weird the whole time. Like, yeah, this Mac 10 bag? Nah, he, oh, okay. he was, it was just us, you know okay. what I'm saying? So we was walking through campus. He's like, hey, you ain't going to speak? I'm like, I don't know them. Mm-hmm. But they were speaking to you. Like, I don't know them. Right. Like, why you, who, you don't speak to nobody? Like, what is going on with you? <laughs> he tried to move you into this <laughs> you know society. society. What is going on with you? <laughs> so we went to KFC. And you know how you get to a table and you could, and there's two tables. Right. And you could either sit right across from each other or right. you could sit next to each other. Yeah. So I sat next to him. Right. So he felt some kind of way. He was like, oh, why you, why you, you, you ashamed to be with your father in college now? I'm like, I'm sitting right next to you. Like, if right. you was my homeboy, this is the same shit I would do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, this, oh, he must be getting sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most vulnerable emotion for the black man. He getting sad. Are you sad? <laughs> Keep going. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, this my oh, ah. he getting all sentimental. But then, you know, as a, as a grown person now. Right. About to be in that position, I feel I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's more than just you're not just sad that you know your kid going away because you want them to go away. It's right. it's, a, it's a it's it's a mix of damn this shit rushed up on me so motherfucking fast I ain't even ready for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As as well as damn I'm sending I got to send them out in the world to write. Right. You know what I'm saying? How yeah. you know with the tools, but you know you don't get the you don't get to set all of the things. That you wanted to do, you don't you don't get that the opportunity to say you know, hold up hold up let me put all these other things in play, mm. 
when the time come, the time come. You know what I'm saying? It's the buzzer. It's bam, time up. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, that was at that buzzer. That was his childhood. Right. (laughs) There it is. There it is. Whatever, whatever happened in them between. You know what I'm saying? Birth and then that was it. So look at the box scores. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He like, did all right. He did okay. He had to, oh, you dropped the ball right there, but you know. Yeah. Hey, what you gonna do? Wow. So you you really what you be doing is you looking at you you doing the box score on yourself, like, damn. Right. I did this, I did that. I ain't damn, I fucked up on that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, I ain't had that in place. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a mix of you seeing them go off, you you know what I'm saying? You you looking at yourself in the mirror like damn I didn't you know I didn't finish certain things and you know you you had to deal with that. Hmm. You know what I'm saying so you know that's what so I'm pretty excited about putting something together. I don't know what it is. Well, that's what's up. Hope you don't listen to the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> I I see you out there you know fathering though man. I saw you at the at the uh, <laughs> night nah, <Say> fathering <laughs> fathering you out there fathering. Son. I see you at the uh, what was it Target first Saturdays? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was first Saturdays at the Brooklyn Museum. Everyday people, right? Everyday people was there this time. How was it? It was cool, man. I ain't really get to see much of it. I, I planned to go in and you know what I'm saying mix it up with with you know what I'm saying with the whole with the with the youngins, right? But I got in there and uh, I was meeting my man Mosito from South Africa. He's mm-hmm. he's he moved here now. Him and his wife. Mm-hmm. So I I ran into them and then um. We got to chopping it up then. Then my wife caught up with me with the kids, so we was all there. And then, you know, we pretty much posted. We took a picture, and from once we took that picture, we started, everybody started passing by that we knew, and it ended up being like a little, you know what I'm saying, a little cipher right there in that one spot. Right. Before you knew it, was shit, it was over. You had so, your little post up. Yeah, so we was posted up for most of the time. I didn't even get a chance to, you know what I'm saying, do the walkthrough or, or a lap or nothing. Right. So, so we just stood in that one spot, saw a bunch of good people, man, and had a good time. Yeah, it looked like it was popping. Yeah, it was. It was popping, man. Yeah. You know, everyday people bring out that that you know, what I'm saying that eclectic mix, right. you know, what I'm saying of all all kinds of flavors and shit. So right. it's always interesting because it's it's young, but then it is it has range. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just. Like you go to a young joint, it's, it just feel like, oh, I'm in this motherfucker. These, mm-hmm. you know, it's just one type of kid. But with everyday people, it's a range of different kinds of flavors, and you so you looking at a whole bunch of things, and 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 you're like, okay, that's what they doing now. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, all mm-hmm. right, all right. Then plus it's the regular museum, mm-hmm. so you got regular people like other people who just gonna come anyway. Then you, what's funny about the Brooklyn Museum is a lot of a lot of cats. You know, they you could tell they from the hood, like mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like a hood cats. They still come through, right? You know, what I'm saying it was a cat came through. <laughs> well, had a do rag, had all kind of motherfucking look like Swarovski crystals in that motherfucker. Wow, I had never seen do rag like that. I was like, that's a fancy ass do rag. There's a there's a speaking of fancy ass do rags. I forget the name of the company, maybe New Do or something like that. But they do these like fancy ass do rags. And you 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 like you a, nah. you a, you a celebratory do rag guy. <laughs> I mean, I celebrated Do Rag History Month yeah, just because well, I mean, it was such a. You introduced me to Do Rag History Month. <laughs> such I, a, did you a, create it? Nah, <laughs> I, I don't know who created that. I think first person I saw do it was my man Carlos Miller. Shout out to him, real funny okay. ass comedian. Um, and then uh, B Dot Brian Miller, mm-hmm. they're uh, they're Do Rag enthusiasts. You know what I mean? But I seen this one Do Rag company where they doing these fly little choices. It's kind of crazy. And speaking of that. 
just on a do-rag tangent, a tangent mm-hmm. there's this cat on Instagram. You ever see this cat on Instagram, Down Goes Frazier? No. Oh, man. He's hilarious, man. There's so many funny motherfuckers that pop up on Instagram. So uh, what, what's up with Down Goes Frazier? First time I think I seen him, he had this shit where uh, he walk around like in a, a pink silk robe. You know what I mean? Like, just saw some... His whole shit is... He just... He trying to style, right? He trying to style on niggas. His whole shit is... It's different. So there's one video I see the nigga. He got this little... He got a pink satin robe on with a, a airplane pillow on his neck because he fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> At all times. Or some shit like that. So he got his do-rag on... He unravels his do-rag, take the shit off, snatch it off, it's another do-rag. Snatch that shit off, it's another do-rag. Snatch that shit off, it's like the little, the Russian teacup right, joints. Right, right, But he just, uh, like, he's just one of these funny Instagram motherfuckers that, that be on some funny shit. You should check him out. Down goes Frazier. Well, um, checking him out. But you were saying something about do-rags. We got into that No, nah, and I was just saying there was a lot of, you know, it's a it's a lot of different people come through there and it was yeah. a cat came through with the, with the, with a super mm-hmm. fancy ass do rag, it's a fu- it's a moment, man. When you get to go to that shit, it's nice. Yeah, it's it, nice. Is, it is nice. Um, we've been going for a minute because my wife' old job, they help. You know what I'm saying? Bring people to it, like so they used to do the little trolley thing, roll it through the hood, and you get on oh, the trolley, nice. come get a free ride to the museum. That's nice. So when she was doing that, we would just go because she had to work. Right. It was free. You know what I'm saying? It's a trolley. I mean, come I mean, on. You know, we have a good time in it. So it became a part of... whimsy in this bitch. It became part of what we did sometimes on the first Saturday. Yeah, that's family, cool. You know what I'm saying? That was like one of our first family functions. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Keep But you got to keep it going. That's mm-hmm. the shit. You can start a fuck out of a function or a tradition. Well, yeah, that's tradition what it's all about, man. To- Rituals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shit. We, all, we got 12 months. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. if you if you program that shit right, you know you got a life. This your fourth quarter, as you said. This the this is the last uh, what three months out this uh, this twelve. It's the last month out the twelve. Well, you know, I mean, the fourth <laughs> quarter is the last three. I'm yeah, sorry, man. guys. I'm looking we, at the pay. We the on the last twenty seven. No. Yeah, I guess it's about to be all the way a wrap again. Damn it! I mean, you feel good about your year. I feel good. I mean, you know, I always, I was listening to you earlier when you were saying, you know, you try to get a little bit more contemplative. I find myself in a similar space, right? Like trying to reflect the shit, see, see, uh, you know, take everything into account, the wins, the losses, which, mm. you, which you, the attempts, shit like that. And then, uh, and then also try to be like, try to have like a settled energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you could get so caught up in like grind culture that you know you feel as though like I saw somebody tweet, "Yo, this is the first day of the last month of 2017. Have you made your mark yet? What's your buzzer beater or some dramatic shit like that?" And I get it; it's cool. It, it, you know, it speaks to a certain. You know, certain spirit or whatever. But at the mm. same time, sometimes you might need to just sit and reflect yeah. and not feel no guilt about sitting nah. fucking still. You can't feel guilt about none of that shit what you do when you're doing, when you're out here. Because that's the shit that fuck you up. Because if you, if you stop to think that, oh shit, man, I got to be here. I got to be there. I got to be doing some shit. 
and it ain't in your program, then shit, that shit gonna fuck you up, and you gonna it's gonna end up putting that little burn in your stomach, like ah oh, man, right. I ain't doing it how I'm supposed to be doing it. When really you might just need to be working on your next step, right? Instead of you know what I'm saying, just out there running like. Somebody said, don't mistake activity for accomplishment, you know? Right, right. Just because you moving around don't mean you actually get into your goal. Yeah. And, and that's the shit that I be fucking up with, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm the I'm king 24-hour grind, you know what I'm saying? And I had to I had to change because you end up just doing a bunch of shit because you can, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then in the end, it ain't. In the direct, all of it don't be going in the same direction. So you end up pretty much in the same spot because you went out this way and out that way and did this shit over here, and now you back like, oh shit, I was supposed to be doing this. You know what I'm saying? But you've been hustling, you've been grinding, you've been doing shit, but it ain't getting you to, it ain't getting you closer to where you want to be. You right. Know, you've just been doing shit, and that's the, that's the shit what you don't want to do. Nah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta have a purpose. You got a purpose. You just got to stay stay on your shit and go in the direction that you that you set out to go. Because the distractions going to come. That's automatic. Especially if you start popping just a little bit with your shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody go, hey, hell shit, I see you over there doing that. Hey, my man got this or I got this. You know what I'm saying? You know, we can put and put it together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you be off doing that. And then you be off doing some other shit. And it's a check. It's some money or whatever. But then you come back to your shit and realize, damn, I done left my shit. You know what I'm saying? I neglected. Neglected my shit. They about to take my damn dream to the foster house. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of uh, distraction, I'm thinking about getting me a 4K TV. I think, I think I, I'm looking Why at... Why is that? You know what's funny? I don't even know if I particularly want a 4K TV. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like how the 4K really looks. It makes shit look like old porno. Like it, it look like the USA Network. Or it looks shit. real. <laughs> and stage play, cheap scene. And it'd be a movie you saw that looked real good. Like, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I saw this shit in the movies. It looked great. I saw it on, on Netflix. It looked great. I'm confused like, now. Why they moving like that? You thinking it's a whole different, like, is this a whole different version? It's just that's on the TV. Right. Now, that's what's... That's what's kind of kept me from it, right? But I feel like I feel not no pressure, but I feel like I'm falling behind on the TV wave. You know how certain technology waves start. Right. You know, God forbid you was that motherfucker with the flip phone. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, oh shit, wait a minute, how did this happen? You know what I mean? You was the motherfucker with the fat back TV. Wait a minute, what's right, up? Y'all don't right, do that right. no more. Y'all right. got your you don't got your VCR on top of your TV no more. That's over. I'm antiquated. So, I've been going to a couple people's houses that got the 4K. Mm-hmm. Again, visually, I don't like it. It's not the best thing. It looks weird. What I do like, though, is I like the integration the TV provides. It's like it's almost like having an a iPhone right. as a TV. Right. And there's a couple. There's some pros and some cons to that. No doubt. <clears throat> now that shit, you know, shit is listening. Exactly. Old listening ass television. Old listening ass TV. And Just like I, old listening ass phone. Everything listening. You know what I mean? <laughs> old At this smart point, this smart that. Yeah. I need, I need a dumb ass TV. I need word. Cause I'm afraid. What are you listening to? What the fuck? And what's gonna happen? What happens if you go to court and Siri 
is is testifying against you. Ain't this a bitch? Alexa and Siri and and, and Samsung smart TV. It was a whole case. These smart motherfuckers on the stand. Nigga, your microwave was smart. So you didn't know. So Siri, um, on the night of December thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. You talk, uh huh. D. Lemon said he was at a comedy show. That nigga won nowhere there. <laughs> so you're saying that he wasn't at a comedy show? I'm saying that nigga was lying. So what would you say that Mr. Lemon was doing on Shit. that night? Well, a nigga asked me where to get a massage. Now, it's about one in the morning. Now, what kind of massage you need at one in the morning? That's what I asked myself. But see, we don't know, ask ourselves no questions audibly. <laughs> So I tell a motherfucker where to go, but it's a very shady place, you know. So he asked for a shady place, or did you just re- did you just, I just you know I just relayed the information. Now, if I was to look into my GPS programming here, what was the actual what was the actual search? Oh, uh, uh, Siri, how could how could I uh, get some stress out? <laughs> uh, what should I do? Some shit. I mean, you know, he sounded, he sounded um, very, uh, very backed up. You know, you know, it's some, I don't know. I, you know what? You know what? Uh, Y'all got me snitching. <laughs> Siri, what the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Siri, what the fuck? My bad. I thought you was by my side. Oh shit! You ain't telling me this nigga's gonna be in the in the, in the jury box, in the damn courtroom. <laughs> no. I'm serious. I got to get the fuck out of here. No more uh, questions, Your Honor. Uh-huh. Shit. <laughs> you and that bitch with Meek Mill. <laughs> Hell <with> yeah. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, yeah. nah, I, man. I, I don't think I'm. I ain't jumping to the smart TV yet. Mm. No, but no. let me tell you, what I like, I like what I liked about the smart TV was it reminded me of shit that I forgot about. Because you could, like, I do fuck with YouTube, but when you watch YouTube or your laptop, it's a different situation. Sometimes I watch on the Apple TV. Mm-hmm. But the seamless quality, I started watching videos. Right. Shout out to my man Sox Diddy. He, he, he's, a, he's a video curator. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sox Diddy? Sox. Sox Diddy. Like yeah. S-O-X? Or? S-O-X. Oh, okay, like white you know. socks. Mm-hmm. But black as fuck. Um... But he he play a lot of videos. I shit that I'd never seen just put me up on wild videos that came out. Uh have you seen any Migos videos? Have uh, you seen any cause I mean not since white t shirt. What? Migos got some interesting videos, like some, <laughs> some hella fired videos. Watch the video, I think bad and bougie. Yeah, I but that. watch the slippery video. That shit is fantastic. In 4K, it's out of here. Uh, the Migos. I mean, where did you see this in 4K? I was watching it at the nigga's house. Was watching oh, you, oh, you it chopping it up. Yeah, he played, played, played. Oh, that's played. why you on TV. <laughs> I was like, yo, this Migos. shit. See, Migos see, did that's, it. That's how. That's how they. That's how they, that's how they that's that, that down strip. <laughs> that's get all you. they that did it. They brought it to the all television. The products. Hell yeah, that was like shit. But no, nah, it was just it was cool, man. Seeing that, and then uh, what other shit can you do? You know, you could play music and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not gonna get it, honestly. Honestly, I mean, you know, I was just thinking about it, honestly, because, again, I still don't like how the shit look. You know what I mean? Right. But I do want... no option? You had to watch that shit in 4K? That's what... You know, it's so funny. That's what my lady said. She said, can you turn the 4K down? My thing is, why well, buy a 4K TV to turn the shit down? I figured that this... Because you might want to watch Slippery in 4K, but not 
the damn um, <laughs> not the movie. news. Not, you know, not like, the, yeah. yeah, not watch the movie in 4K. It, I don't know. I don't know. Do all movies look like that in the 4K? It feels like it. All movies look different in the, the 4K. Shit, shit, the shit look crazy. It looked like they didn't have a budget. Like Law and Order or some shit. It looked like the budget was was slim. I saw Jason Bourne in 4K on a TV. I was like, this shit looks like trash. Hmm. Was it trash? I don't know. Just the look, just that that what you talk about looking yeah. like a like you know what I'm saying like video camera USA TV uh-huh. quality, right? Even though it's supposed to be a higher quality, I don't know what the fuck why the shit looks so stiff. I don't know. I don't understand the appeal of that. I don't understand. I don't understand the appeal of that, Matthew. Do you know what we're talking about or? Yeah, you kind of get like a weird quality when you're just watching films on 4K TV, right? It's just, it, like I feel like maybe if you watch it long enough, you'd adjust to it, but you will. This is what's scary. That's what that's technology anyway. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. this mad shit. Like CD quality. I mean, albums sound better than CDs. CDs sound better than MP3s. But it's convenience. It's technology, and then you just you just become used to what you get. You know what I mean? And it is the more you watch these, the more you watch the shows. That's what had me saying. Am I going to have to just go with the flow? You know what I'm saying? Am I going to have this old ass uh fucking uh whatever you what's the what's the what's the term? You know, some uh analog ass TV? No Cuz that's what happens. You start getting technology shamed. My thing is I'm surprised enough people aren't saying, "Yo, this shit look weird." What the right. fuck? Like typically that's always been what people have talked about like right. I guess local news or whatever, that's cool. That's HD. That's that's realistic. But why Goodfellas look weird now? Why does Goodfellas right. look like... Yeah, I don't want Goodfellas to look right. weird. Right. Like, National Geographic, I could accept being That's weird. That's cool. Discovery TV, I could accept that We're being weird. You're supposed to be weird. outside. Yeah, I could accept that being weird. But the movie that you already saw... Right. ...with the film quality and all right. that shit... What do they do? Just do some type of fucking procedure on the shit? I don't know. I'm wondering... I'm surprised not enough directors have been saying, yo, what the fuck? Actually, I think I did hear a lot of directors don't like the new TVs. Mm. I've been hearing that. A lot of actors don't like it for sure. Scorsese, um, you cool with Spike? Spike hit us. Yeah, let us know. Was... No, nah, I know y'all cool. Y'all put it, pieced it up for the for the New Year's and shit. <laughs> Muhammad and Spike spoke offline, maybe, but it's it's good <laughs> Tele- now. Telepathically, you know what I mean. But it's you good now. It's resolved. Put energy in the out. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Resolved it. Um. Shit, man. What else cracking, man? What else is going on, man? <laughs> I had a fucking ramen burger. <laughs> it's a ramen burger. It's bullshit. It's I mean, bullshit. What, what, how does that even compute? It don't compute. It's funny because it's like from the door, you realize like this sounds ridiculous. But it's that same ridiculousness that's that draws you in. That's do like I get drawn in by what color is it? Ridiculous shit. It, what color is the burger? Yeah, what color is a ramen? It's just flavor ramen flavor, no. or is it made out of ramen? Oh, you noodles? never seen a ramen burger? before. I don't know what the fuck a ramen okay, burger is. Well, let me talk to you. About that's it. what I, that's what I thought I, we were doing. Just, you know, we was know, in the conversation. This I is it. We this talking. is it. But I didn't know where we started. I'm assuming that the listener knows what a ramen burger is. The listener, assume so me, that I don't know. It's true because I put it on the IG stories that I got a lot. Of yo, what's that? What the hell? Da, 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 da. All right, here we go. Bet. So it's a it's a hamburger. Uh, there's the meat patty. There's they got ramen turkey burger. And I think there's even a ramen 
vegetable burger. Oh, so I feel it's like, actually meat patty. Right. Okay. I feel like if you go go ramen burger, let's not let's not get particular at this point. Let's okay. not pump fake with a, a vegan ramen burger. It's terrible any way you look at it. Okay. So I thought the, it was a thought it was one no. vegan situation. So the but, patty uh-huh. is ramen. So they've made patties mm-hmm. out of ramen, and they like patty it up and grill it, char it on both sides to kind of mm-hmm. congeal the ramen as a patty. Uh-huh. And then there's the bur- there's the burger on top of it with like some, uh, I guess like a, some soy sauce or maybe some chives, some type of like uh, like Chinese type of, maybe a mirin, I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So when this shit came out, I met come a on co- bread. No, the, the bread is the ramen. The ramen is the, ramen the bread. Is bread. Okay, cool, cool. Right, cool, so cool. this is it's a ramen burger. All right, all You're right. eating a burger between okay, two okay, pieces okay, okay. of ramen right, bread. We, we getting it now. Okay, right. so you see what it is, right? Yeah. It's very other shit, right? Some no different doubt. shit, right? So this came out maybe about three, maybe four years ago. I remember it being a big thing at these little uh, food festivals, like, uh, uh, what was the shit that they had up in... Um, and they had they had one out there at um in Brooklyn, Google I forget whatever the, some type of fest they did like Smorgasbord fest all of those type of things mm-hmm. and it was like us it was the thing to get it was like the new fucking what's the what was the the like the new Cronut type of right, sensation right, 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 right. oh have you heard the Robert Burgers what are those it wasn't a line to get it yeah it was lines were stupid that's why I didn't get it to about three years later so this oh, is let's shit. fast forward to this weekend mm-hmm. right so I go um, I stop at, I go to Brooklyn Flea to the Smorgasbord and at the back of the Brooklyn Flea there's a there's a uh, a kiosk I guess or whatever like a little restaurant pop up restaurant Ramen burger, you know what I mean? Not one line of this. <laughs> not, not one motherfucker <laughs> online. This shit all the way at the back. But I'm like, I, I, this is my quest. And it was funny because prior to me getting there, I was like, do I need to be going to get me a fucking ramen burger? D, what's going on, man? At what point are you gonna stop doing this bullshit? You know what I'm saying? Like, at what point? So what? What was the rebuttal? What was the rebuttal voice? <laughs> Nigga, you only live once. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, it was. It was just like it was like motherfucker. You done came this far because I was already in Brooklyn. It was like you done came this far. So I said, "Fuck it. Let me go ahead and do this shit. Let me, you know what I mean? Let me mm-hmm. run up in there." I get to the to the counter. I told you there's no line. This shit is all the way at the back of the flea market, and um, and there's two people sitting there. Uh, black dude, black girl, they both, neither one of them look like they even eat meat, let alone the ramen what, burger. What, they have dreads or something? <laughs> I mean, just <laughs> what you said. I mean, they, I mean I'm asking. They look, they why do you look like, look like yeah, you don't eat meat? Yeah, look, they just got a lot of vegan energy. A little, shea dreads, little shea butter energy. <laughs> but, not, but not judgmental. Not right. like, damn, right. brother. But right. I felt, I'm projecting. They work there? Yeah, they was I mean, the they, motherfuckers. They, they can't project on you. They, they can't judge you. They work. Nah, but there's often that happens when you at like a bullshit place to eat and you say, yo, well, so what you think of this? Oh, you know, I don't eat meat. Right. You're like, what the fuck do you work at Shake Shack or wherever the fuck right. and you don't eat meat? That shit is right. always weird to me. So anyway, but they chill. Right. I'm, pro- I'm throwing it so this is my right. own shit. Right, right, right. So they fix it up. Um, I make the ramen burger joint and then... Uh, <clears throat> I go up to the little uh, cafeteria area where you can sit down and shit, and I take a bite of this shit. And hey, it was, it was, it was everything that you that 
you probably should have known. You know what I mean? My thing was, I figured there was going to be some type of misdirection. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I figured, all right, I'm ramen burger. This shit sound like some bullshit. But the twist is, it probably tastes crazy. You know how you say, mm-hmm. yo, put some ice cream on french fries. Ice cream on french fries? That's weird. Nah, try it. Ooh, it's crazy. You thought it was going to be one of those moments. Right. Nah, that shit is ramen with a weird-ass burger that they... That the burger patty ain't, like, if it's flame broiled or anything, that shit is done well earlier than but when you get it. Because they pull that shit out of, like, a little like a little pot of burgers. <laughs> like a cafeteria. Yeah, the whole shit is, you don't even want to see a ramen burger be made. They right. just pull the shit up there. Right. I take about three bites. That shit was not what I needed in life. Oh, man. I spit I, that shit out. In, in, in my mind, see, in college, in the ramen era, you know what I'm saying, we had a set. Things we get at the grocery store. Right. We got the, you know, the hamburger patties, the chicken patties. Right. 40 pounds of chicken. Right. You know what I'm saying? From the meat store. You know what I'm saying? 40 pounds of chicken? Yeah. See, the 40 pounds of chicken costs like $25 at the meat market. Oh, all right. So you get a box. That's like when you go and do a cookout. Right. You go get a 40-pound box of chicken quarters. You got to have a plan when you get 40 pounds of anything, though. Well, but if you got three dudes living in the crib, the plan is to have food for the month. So y'all was really that disciplined to do like meat plan and none of that shit was spoiled? No, you put the shit in the freezer. What are you saying? Once you put, for me, once I put some shit in the freezer, I might as well put that shit in the trash because it's over. Nah. I'm not throwing that shit. I'm not <clears throat> waiting no. on a fucking chicken thigh to throw for three Oh, then you ain't trying to survive. I guess not. That's why we I survived off of ramen. We was three we, minutes. Nah, it was discipline. So it, Go we, ahead. we bought shit. It was, we went once a month to get real groceries. Yeah. So that shit lasts a month. The leg quarters, you separate them, you clean them, you get all the fat shit off of them, and you put them in the Ziplocs, and they own a little separate thing. So when you pull the Ziploc out, it's enough to make the meal. This you know shit should have got you to the grown folks table. This is grown folk table <laughs> shit. Who's doing some shit like this in undergrad? I love it. Keep going. So, but it's some regular ass shit. We ain't have real food like my cousin now. We had had this bullshit. So on the ramen, right. you know what I'm saying? When we get to the patties, like you might make some hamburgers and shit, but when you're making a... A hamburger meal. Right. Ah, right, you got the ramen. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got your little frozen peas or whatever the right. fuck. Or okay. Whatever little vegetables and shit. Yeah. And then you make the little hamburger patty. Sometimes you put it in the bread. Sometimes you chop that shit up and put it in the ramen. Right. With the motherfucking peas and right. a little butter and you know what I'm saying? You extra, shepherd's pie. Extra, extra season on the shit. So I thought it was going to, I thought you was going to say it kind of tastes like, in my mind it tastes like that. No. Nah. ramen burger tastes like the burger and ramen that I we think, used to make. I think what fucked it up was the burger and the soy sauce. The, uh, something something didn't click. Right. And I don't know if I'm getting the three-year-later three, th- three year later ramen burger. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me find out. This might not be the official ramen burger. I think it is. It's, you know. But that's why it wasn't no line no more three years later. Well, it's played out now. It's played but out. my thing is, Damn. was it always whack and it was just a hype? Probably. You know it was. Yeah. You know, it was always whack. Speaking of some other extreme food hype, which is ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> in Philly, they got this thing called the Philly Taco, mm-hmm. which is some dumb shit I would try. But I, again, I'm I'm beyond that shit. But I'm I'm putting it out in the world for other a people. Philly to do. Taco. So this is what it is. There's a pizza shop down on South Street called Lorenzo's. That mm-hmm. shit is banging. That's where I broke my veganism at. Right, uh, shit is banging big ass slices. That's what they known for, but they be banging like big ass slices like coronet, but they good as shit. And then what you do is go across the street to Jim's Steaks, 
and you get a steak, you put the steak right in the middle of the uh, your uh, your pizza, you fold the pizza around the steak, and take a bite, and that's the Philly taco. I found that shit on uh, on on Vice Munchies. Yes, yeah, these are like ingenious ways to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck with your arteries. Try all of this shit. What's this? A vegan taco. Mm-hmm. So it's the, the the not a vegan. A, um, Philly I mean, taco. A Philly taco. So does the the steak have? Is it still in its? It's in everything. So it's bad carved out. Yeah. Oh hell no! Nah. It's a lot. I mean, you could if you want to. I guess you could just dump un- the steak out. Yeah, on you the could dump your steak and out and do it just like that. Okay, so you tried like that, that shit? No, nah, I didn't try it. I oh. said I know about it. Oh, you knew about it. You ain't tried. I thought you tried. Okay, haven't been to Philly. Uh, I was in Philly the other day. Yeah, man, yeah. I should have told you. No doubt. Oh, shit. <laughs> shit, man. <sighs> Atlanta got a, a fucking Hoo-hoo. mayoral runoff tonight. Atlanta is... A black lady and a white lady. Wow. So... This would be the first... Well, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's running... It's a, like a fear of a white Atlanta right mm-hmm. now. Because, you know, it's real tight. A real tight race. And we're probably like... An hour or so out from knowing, but we won't know. We'll Better, know. We won't know. I'm saying before the show come out, we won't. Oh, know. oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit is, if it <laughs> if it go the wrong way, I mean, you're gonna find out. First of yeah, all, yeah, you're gonna find out. Vote for Keisha is about the blackest voting hashtag of all time. <laughs> so <laughs> that shit don't do it. That's what I'm trying to tell you, man. Wakanda is in danger. Wakanda that, is in fucking yeah, danger, Because hey. I mean, it's weird. Wild but different. Like it's like because you know when they had the first election, it was it was maybe three or four black candidates, and right? Shit. And then uh, it boiled down to the the top two, which was Keisha and this other lady, Mary Nancy Norwood, something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when the mayor Kasim Reed right. endorsed Keisha. Mm-hmm. The other black candidates kind of got mad, like, "Oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, you ain't endorsed me, like, you know what I'm saying?" So his 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 endorsement carried more weight. So it was like, you know, he they felt like, you know what I'm saying? He caused them to lose or whatever. Right. So once they finished, they all fucking endorsed the um petty endorsement. Yeah, the, the white lady. Mm. And then um, Shirley Franklin endorsed the white lady because she had one of the one of the candidates she was endorsing. Mm-hmm. And Kasim when I guess went against them, so they like you know, all right, fuck it, then we gonna go over here. It's beef. I'm just trying to wonder did motherfuckers not learn nothing from Trump? Never know. Not saying she Trump, but they calling her Trump like Trump like. That's what they yeah. calling her. <laughs> yeah, Trump like. Because <laughs> wow. she she did a little thing at the um the Young Republicans meeting or whatever, and somebody recorded it and leaked the shit. What she do? She uh basically was saying she's running as an independent. But she was saying, basically, I'm a Republican. Right. But, you know what I'm saying, in order, this is like a Democratic state and, you know, of course, like a, a black stronghold, you know, it makes more sense. I could get more Democratic votes if I ran as an independent than if I ran as a Republican. But I still need your Republican support, you know. And um, so, basically, she's a... She's passing. Yeah, she's passing. She's <laughs> a Republican in, in, yeah. in progressive clothes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> So, so you know what I'm saying, and it, it's, it just remind me just like it's like y'all, and it's people like you know, and everybody has their own their own way that they vote and all that shit, and everybody has a right to do that shit. But it, I would be afraid to vote for the, some shit like that, knowing what Trump did and right. how Trump got in office and was you know how wild he is with the shit. Mm. 
So we gonna see. We'll know tomorrow. Vote for Keisha. We're gonna see. Mm, We're gonna see on. how it turn out. But well, imagine a white Atlanta. It's different. I told you my homeboy said he went down Atlanta and looked at some spots and he was like, that shit didn't feel as black as it used to. Mm-mm. So I mean it's, it's you know. Ah you know what mm. No strip clubs. No nope. uh Alex with no liquor license and no, shit. No lemon pepper wings. Lemon pepper wings move to the outskirts past mm. two eighty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta get in your car. Yeah, they, what uh, else is uh hot nine seven becomes cool nine seven. Yeah. Or hot well one or whatever it is now. Yeah, what other shit would we just miss out on? <laughs> Imagine just the whole AU center surrounded just by, you know what I'm saying? Whole Foods and <laughs> Starbucks. Right. And <laughs> that shit won't even stand for Atlanta University Center. Nah, yes. yeah, you go to uh-huh. go to Spelman. Is you know alternative university? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You wow. gotta live in Ellenwood just to go to AU Center and shit. Wow! Shout out to Ellenwood. That's, that pops up a lot in the Gucci autobiography, which I'm still he's from reading. Ellenwood. Uh he used to live out there. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> first first time I heard Ellenwood was Crime Mob. Mm. Nucky, but Nucky they had a song called Ellenwood the area, some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, from out that's East Atlanta. It's south, southeastish, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he from out. He been, yeah, he kind of grew up out there a little bit. Okay, that, that shit. He tells a good story. So how's the book, man? So you, far, you so good. It's still time. good. Still good. Yeah, same old. What's same the standout? Old. What's the standout? Just gives context to a lot of stuff. Like I said last week, I wasn't really paying a lot of attention to Gucci Mane. Speaking mm-hmm. of which, um, like when we talked about Gucci Mane last week, you talked about Project Pat. Now that's his favorite rapper. Is it? Yeah. I mean, cause he <clears throat> that that kind of rap what he right. do is Project Pat. And I, I totally forgot about cause like I said, I I know Project Pat, but I'm not like a Project Pat fan. But when I revisited some of his shit, you forget. He had a singular ass flow. Yeah, but it, he he mixed he it up. It. No, and and a lot of these niggas base their shit off of that shit. But he based like that Memphis shit, like yeah. that the way that that with that stylized flow right. like that. A Paul and MJG was doing it. Right, you know what I'm saying? And then Project Pat did it with just more ignorant lyrics. Right, and then you know what I'm saying? Like Gucci and you know what I'm saying? A lot of that shit, even like. Like Lil John, even with the type of shit, Tether Club up type shit, right. that's based off of Memphis. Man. That's why Juicy J can still live right now. Mm-hmm. He talk about, the, you know, obviously his beef with Jeezy, how that went through <laughs> all its little things. Mm-hmm. He talks about the, the shooting of the guy. Mm-hmm. He talks about it from his side, too, in the way, like, <clears throat> like I said last, last week, you know, when you find out somebody's gun go off, it's a different type of uh, respect, right? Mm-hmm. But he talks about how like that was how everybody greeted him. Now he was feared, right? right? Now everybody was like, you know, Scott Storch invited him over. He's like, yo, remember the guy I told you about that killed the guy and got away with it? This is the guy, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and you like, you like, yo, what's that's going? my intro? Right. He's like, let me leave. He left. He said he, um, Bigger Rankin was introducing him to Rick Ross when Rick Ross was popping. He was like, yo, I want you to meet this guy. He's a, he's a hot new rapper. He's popping. He's really smart. He says, I don't think he was that smart because the first thing he said to me was, if I was you, I'd say on every record, 
I killed the nigga and got away with it. <laughs> that's what that Bigger Rankin said. No, that's what no, that's what uh, Gucci said that Rick Ross said to him first time. Rick Ross said that to Gucci. To, to Gucci said, "Yo, if I was oh, you, every Rick time I get on the mic, I said I killed the nigga and got away with it." Oh, and, Rick Ross. Yeah, he was like, man. He said that threw him off. But he said later on, him and Rick was cool or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. he said that was the that was the vibe he was getting. You right. know, um, it's just always interesting to see. It gives you context. It makes you listen to the shit. You're like, oh, he was angry when he did this, or he was drunk when he did this, or like, you know, certain shit. He's like, oh, these couple albums, I was all on, I was on ecstasy. I was, I was exed out. You could hear it in the, in the songs and da 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 da. It's the other way. He's like, this is when I stopped writing. This is when, um, you know, I banged out this whole album in four days, and you know, it's just, it's pretty interesting. And you see how. So many people interconnected. Right. You know what I mean? He mentioned having beef with... He said he dissed T.I. at one point. Mm-hmm. I forgot that. Now that you said, I vaguely remember it. But. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But, but uh, so far, it's pretty good, man. It's, it's uh, Y'all should check it out. I think it's just called Gucci Man, the autobiography or something like that. Autobiography Martin, of Gucci Man. Martin Luther T.I. He ain't getting into many beefs these days. Now, T.I. out there, you know, he like a... Social media civil rights act. Reverend Jesse Tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're doing all types of uh, protest mediation. Oh, he definitely protesting. Was that mediating? He be doing voter registration mm-hmm. and voter go out and vote. Mobilizing. Yeah, Tip, man, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to all of the artists that are evolving. You know, I I know last week. You know, I was I wasn't listening back, but I was thinking back. I don't like to give artists shit for evolving. You're right. But I like I'm not gonna lie, I might have to I might have some jokes. I might have because I was there mm-hmm. when it wasn't as evolved. Right. So the shit is crazy to me. It's right. interesting. Right. I'm not saying that it is it real or it isn't valid, but shit, it's funny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest with you. Sometimes that shit is like, what? That shit is hilarious. But anyway. What's your plans for the rest of this this last little bit of year we got? What's my plans for the last little bit of the the year we got? Um, um, <laughs> what's my plans for the rest of the? What am I doing, man? I'm chilling. I got some shows. I'm gonna be, no. I'm, you know, lose. Oh, um, not wrap up. Plans. Oh, I'm just what I am like, not look, where you gonna oh, be? No. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> I'm well, I got saying, some shows. I'm just saying it is, you know. What's we, my plans for the rest of the year? We're hosting Christmas at the crib. Got to get a tree. Hold up. You hosting at your spot? At my spot. We're oh, shit. Little... You should be excited, then. That's what yeah. we're talking about, man. We should be. I mean, I am. I, I do what think you going to do to make small. it special? I don't know. I didn't even think about all you of that. You know what I'm saying? They coming. They want it to be special. Yeah. This is your house. It's go, yeah, we're going to figure it out. You know we're going to figure it out. We're going should, to Damien Let house. me know. What should I do to make Christmas special? You know what I'm saying? This is first. This your first Christmas? Your whole first At the host? house? Yeah, your first host? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We going to Damien House. <laughs> this shit is fucking, this yeah, is an occasion. Go. There you go. Well, we'll see what happens. We're going to figure that out. I can't wait for people to come to my house. Because I ain't never lived in, in a city with my family since, yeah. since I've been grown. You know what I'm saying? I live in New York. I ain't got no family here. So we go to Atlanta. Are you a are you a natural born host? Do you think you've been a better host? No, I'm not a natural born host. We ain't used to host people at my house. Mm-hmm. 
My daddy house was shit. Yeah. That shit was a thinking place. You can't let a <laughs> fucking think. Yeah, yeah, you come that motherfucker to be entertained. Fortress of solitude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Get a plan together. You don't party where you shit. It's a library. <laughs> That's funny as shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hilarious. So, now nah, I wasn't used to, I ain't used to none of that shit. I'm just trying to evolve. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, Thanksgiving's, I have, you know what I'm saying? I, I've, I've, you know what I'm saying? We've, we've hosted Thanksgiving. Not with my family, not with my family, family, but with my New York people. What's your favorite part of hosting? <sighs> my favorite part of hosting is is when everybody you you can sit back and see everybody doing the shit that you thought they would be doing, and nobody right. just sitting around twiddling their thumbs right. and looking bored and. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Looking looking at their phone like it's time to go and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody is enjoying themselves. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The drink is good. Everybody, the food, everybody look full and shit. Right. Hey, you know what I mean? I, I like that part of it. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't evolved with my host game. You know what I'm saying? So what I want to do with my host game, I want to be, I want to be in such where you, you, you plan out all of the moves and you set that that tone, like you. It's it's a certain people, a certain what places where you go, where when you walk in from the time you walk in the door, mm -hmm. it's an experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they got the shit on the door. Ah, welcome everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Motherfucker come in, you, you take shoes off. They mm -hmm. might have you know what I'm saying little shits for you to put on your, your feet right. if you ain't got no right. socks and shit. You, you know what I mean, it's just like all the way thinking of every detail mm -hmm. of what a motherfucker might need. Right. You know what I'm saying? At some point, I'm gonna be like that. I'm not one like, day. I'm not like that right now. You mm -hmm. gotta come as is, and mm -hmm. we gonna figure it out. We gonna have a good time. <laughs> good, great conversation. Wear your good socks. You know what I'm saying? Great yeah. conversation. Yeah. Hey, whatever socks you got on, I ain't gonna judge. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But at a certain point, I want to have my shit. I want to be able to entertain with thoughtful entertainment. You know right. what I'm saying? Where, where you think you've thought out every move that people coming into your place have have to make. And you're like, okay, when they come in, it's this. Da -da -da, it's this. You know what I'm saying? Boom, sit down, motherfucker, bring you something. You got your oil doors, you got your whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and it's just really thinking it out. And a lot of times when I'm entertaining, it's always, let's just do it right now, like tomorrow. You know what I mean? So it's never all the way thought out right. like I wanted to be. But I'm going to practice on that. Because at some point, I'm going to be great at it. <laughs> I'm going to be great. Motherfuckers going to be legendary. I went to Ali House. That shit was a moment. You know what I'm saying? I went to the Muhammad's and that shit was fucking great. Right. That's what I want. Right. You know what I'm saying? All the way down to, I want my grandkids to be like, ah, shit, I want to go to Granddad House. Fuck all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going. That's where <laughs> Y'all can go where you want. But mm -hmm. I'm going over here with Grandma Granddad. shit popping. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. a, I want that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's what's up. I want. I want the kids to. You know, I want my kids to want to come home because I'd rather be with my people than out there with y'all because we have it popping. Right. So, how your people? Your people host Matt. Ah, uh, my mother's a good host, but seeing how we're Jewish, we don't really host for Christmas. Mm, but, but what about Hanukkah? What about I'm Passover? So, so <laughs> Muslim. So don't get me wrong. We I do enjoy Christmas a great deal. So we have. I didn't get you wrong. That was <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> so our holidays, we uh, we have some friends over for for Hanukkah. My mom makes latkes and all uh, that, and uh -huh. it's a good time. Then we go over to the same friend's house on Christmas. Well, actually, 
Christmas morning, we go watch a movie in, in Jewish tradition. Right. Then we go over to their place in the afternoon and eat a ham because we're good Jews. You go eat a ham? <laughs> yeah. So you watch a movie. We go to the theaters. Yeah, Jew, Jewish tradition. Because y'all, cre- y'all created, uh, y'all created Chinese the movies. Chinese in the movies. Chinese but, food in the movies. But instead, we go for a ham in a movie. Right, ham right. in a movie. Uh, I mean, we're not the best of Jews ever, but nah, it's doing, a damn bro. good tradition. I heard y'all doing good. They say y'all like me in the second tier. Yeah, That's I, what I read earlier <laughs> today. No doubt. Nah, nah. I'm saying, nah. I was just. But early morning movie matinee. Uh, I mean, usually we go like try to go there like eleven or twelve. Yeah, man. Early as fuck. Yeah, it's Jewish, early for Jewish me. people made the movies, man. Damn straight. They invented the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So Samuel Goldwyn and all yeah, that. There's the, the Nickelodeons and shit. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You gotta respect that shit. When people talk about Hollywood and shit, and you know what I'm saying, opportunities and, and the blah blah blah. There's a certain at a certain level of that shit. You know, they made the shit up. Like you know, Jewish people, they made it up. They so created the, the shit. You gotta respect it. Yeah. Like you want that shit, you go make some shit up. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if you, you know what I mean? Like shit, you go to Vegas, you gotta respect the gangsters right. that went out there and made that shit up. They created the space. You know what I'm saying? You ain't go out there all the shit. They ain't let no damn suckers get in the game. Right. right it's right. a gangster ass game. Right. You, you got gangster your way in. <laughs> you got gangster your way <laughs> in. It out. You know what I'm saying? But looking at how Hollywood was built. As far as from like the Nickelodeons and just entertaining their own community, that shit is a great model. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a great model to try to recreate if you can. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Will we create? That's what I'm saying. We need to fucking recreate. What we need to create some shit. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's everybody think you create shit is all automatically big. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take a while. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make the new Hollywood. I'm gonna be the new such and such. Right, but you gotta be the first. You gotta be the smallest version of that first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or you know, somewhere along the line, because you don't just jump and then have the juice and all the power. You work. You work your way to the power because you built it and you built that shit from scratch. Mm. And then you left some shit to your kids, and then they continued to build on that, and they left it to their kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You can't go in nobody else's house and expect them to leave that shit to you. Mm. That ain't how it is. Mm-hmm. So I just think You know what I'm saying Just when you read That shit like that It's like That, that was dope They did that What movie you gonna go see uh, Wouldn't shock me If it's the new Star Wars This year Yo let me ask you A question I feel like This new Star Wars The buzz is not Popping Am I under a rock Or am I, is it I The mean, buzz I, is not there I think it's being A little over Disneyfied Like a little too Corporate lately And then you get The whole uh, Video game disaster With with Star Wars, the people are just, it's not good PR. What happened to the video? I didn't know what the video uh, was. So the whole EA scandal, uh, you know, Battlefront 2 came out recently. Okay. And there was this whole scandal around EA making it so in order to actually unlock all the, they made it uh, pay to win. Yeah. So in order to actually unlock all the characters, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and all those guys, you had to either play the game for 4,500 hours. Mm. Damn. Or you had to pay twenty one hundred extra dollars. Twenty one hundred, yeah, not twenty one. So for two so, extra players. Well, for to unlock everything the game the That's game had. Bananas. Two thousand one hundred dollars. Yes, two thousand one hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, probably a sixty dollar game. Yes, you're you're already paying sixty bucks. So the right. the controversy was, oh well, you're already paying for the money. The, like this is a model that was used in games like Candy Crush, where well, you're not pay, you're not paying for it. Yeah, right. And then Disney basically pressured them to take this out but then they're gonna put it back in in January after the movie releases wait but but Candy Crush never charged 
$2,100, did they? You can spend a lot of money cr- on Candy Crush. Candy Crush, makes something like, Candy Crush makes something like $2 million a day. I understand that, but is it at a $2,000 price point? Well, Depends on how crazy you are about the crush. Well, well if, if you're paying a, a few dollars a day... Every yeah. day for a year, but I'm saying that's different. That's that's crackhead prices. Pe- like, pe- you know, what I'm saying I get to I get to ten dollars at a time out you, but two thousand dollars. That's like you at know, what a I'm clip. Saying? you got to come in holding weight. Well, it's similar to gamb- like it's similar to gambling. It's that a similar addiction to gambling that you just can't help yourself. Some people. Mm. So is that well to that point? Is that accumulated two thousand some odd dollars in a bunch of like you get to this level. $25 opens up. You get to this level. Do you want to buy these charms for $300? And it gets to 21 or 2000 when you could unlock everything? Or is it like a screen that's like, listen. So it's loot crates where you get you might get things you want or you just get crap. So you're basically gambling to try to unlock everything. Oh, oh so you oh. might not, after, tw- after paying two grand, you might not even get what two grand was supposed to get you. You, I think, I'm not entirely certain on that, but it. I think I think the fees, I think the Price says you pay, like, you'll eventually get everything if you pay $2,100. Yo, Disney's hustle is so strong on so many levels. Oh, that, that, that's not Disney. That's not oh. Disney. That's EA. Oh, that's wow. EA. Disney, EA. Disney was a little bit. Disney's basically sitting there in the background, like, just don't give us bad PR for this movie. Don't right. fuck our shit up. George Lucas on that licensing shit. If you want motherfucking George. Luke Skywalker, shit's gonna cost you this. Yeah. George doesn't have jack shit to do with it anymore. He don't have no licensing rights to the fucking shit. He sold, every, he sold everything, everything. For, for $4.5 billion. Everything. Gone. Nothing. He out of the way. He, he's gone. No no say-so. He's, he's not involved he anymore. He got his pesos and got no say-so. I mean, I think for four, for over $4 billion, I think Disney, Disney kind of earned it. Could you be that? What? I mean... Could I be what? George Lucas right I now. Could be George Lucas with $4 billion? No, I'm saying. $4 billion. Uh-huh. You sold what made you... I'm getting the fuck out of the way. Well, how old is hey. George Lucas? About 70? Yeah, he's, he's, he's like similar age as Spielberg. Shit. So what's Spielberg? About 70, right? $4 billion. Y'all can have that shit. George Lucas is probably going to live to about 89, 94. Okay. So but that's about 20 some odd years. But if he had the shit on, for on. another, that is something already getting well, billions. Well, hold on. No, he, he's 73 right now. 73. So 73, you in the fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. All right. In the twilight. In the twilight. There's new shit with what you created coming out, still impacting the culture. You got $4 billion, right? Now, at $4 billion, let's be honest. $4 billion is $4 billion, but that shit is abstract as fuck. Right. That's Because like, he already has some billions. Yeah, but that shit is like, he did he have some billions? He already made billions off of Star Wars already. Okay, so you have billions already. So you're sitting on billions. They offer you four more billion just to walk the fuck away mm-hmm. from the universe and everything you created. Mm-hmm. He's 73. Now, Trump is 70, so you could still be in the world at 70. 73, you still George Lucas. You still, to most people, kind of still got to answer to everything Star Wars related. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you said you're going to do it. <laughs> I'm talking from a, a nigga with no billions <laughs> perspective. Know. I know, it's a tough but one. I, it's hard for me to imagine that he's all the way disconnected with right. nothing. Because I'm sure it's gonna get them hot if they fuck it up at some point. That's what I'm saying. And then he still got Skywalker Ranch and all that shit. With, you know, what I mean, he can't just I, oh, I can't use my own names and shit. Well, you, you can always tell when one of the movies comes out. He has his comments that he's trying to reserve, but some things kind of slip out. It's like whether he was actually happy with that or not. He's, right. He still sees the movies. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's all good. He'll figure it out, man. He ain't hurting. Man, he'll be all right. Man. You know what I'm saying? I met George Lucas. Did you? Yeah. 
couple of years ago at the Scope Art Fair in New York. That with the um, Bombay, the Bombay winner, uh-huh. uh, her art is, is she had this art, and uh, him and his wife bought some of it. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, so we. That's why he got black wife, right? Yeah, he got black wife. That's what's up. Shout out to George Lucas. You know what I'm saying? George Lucas. George Lucas was cool. He was a regular old dude. He had on them pop. You know what I'm saying? Them dad jeans. Regular shit. shit. Yeah, because everybody know. <laughs> that's it. Everybody know. He don't got to dress for nobody. Nah, everybody. That's he, George Lucas. Who that? Through. He created Star Wars. Wow. That's all this wow. shit. That's that's shit, nigga. That's forever. What's your Star Wars? What's your shit. thriller? Oof. It was the 35th anniversary of Thriller the other day, something like that. Yeah, that's always the anniversary. Now that we got social media, it's the anniversary of everything. Yeah. Every year, it's the 17th anniversary of this. Some of these anniversaries, we need to be chill on it. Yeah, I, mean, I ain't tripping off the anniversary, but Thriller was a cultural yeah, it was a phenomenon. situation. Yeah, I'm not- and we was talking on the phone, and I was talking to one of my homeboys and shit. Right. And, you know what I'm saying, it was just like, what, what do you put thriller type of intention in the work that you do now like do you put like in the work that you do now do you put the amount of do, do you do you put the intent of it to have some impact like a thriller would have you well, know what I'm not that you can control that but right. your intention i'm gonna put full intention on making the dopest shit that i can make right i think so i think Hopefully, that's the goal. Hopefully, it might not all the way happen. Sometimes you're doing shit just because you got to do it, right? It's right. a job. It's something that needs to be done. Then there's times when you are truly inspired and you think this shit is the greatest idea you've ever had. Right. And it don't impact. You know right. what I'm saying? Because I don't know. I don't, I mean, who's to know? No. Before it, Thriller Metrics, there were no Thriller Metrics. No, so. no. It's not to know that you're saying that this is what's going to happen. But just like, all right, so if I think about what's happening, so you got Quincy Jones, who was right. an old school. He was 50. He was, a, he was an old school jazz dude at 49 years old or whatever. Okay. And Mike is on his, you know what I'm saying? He's he's on fucking about to do Off the Wall, right? Right. And then it's like. He just did Off the Wall. You know what I'm saying? But we let's not okay. get the Thriller yet. So before that, before before Quincy right. did a record with him, he, he, he on Motown, you know what I'm saying? Uh, motherfucking, um, what's Motown nigga name? Barry Gordy. Barry Gordy is like, Mike, you know what I'm saying? We're going to put you in the studio. And then Mike is like, Barry, you know, I really want to move and go in a different direction this time. Right. And then Barry like, what you talking about, Mike? Uh, you know, I want, I, want, I want Quincy to to um, do my record. Who, Quincy? Quincy right. Jones, a jazz man, that old right. motherfucker. Yeah, nah, we're going to put you in with Motown. I don't really want that sound. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to do something different. And then. Now, know, how did Off the Wall sound? Off the Wall was, it was, it was platinum something. It was dope. It wasn't Thriller, but it was. No, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out what his leverage would be at that moment. Would he no. have that type of... Would he have good leverage well, with Barry to be like, yo, I want to do this? No, see, this was his... I'm talking about Off the Wall right now. Off oh, the Wall, in his first one, he break going solo. He going to do right. his, his grown man record. Right. And then you got the old dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Mike. You know what I'm saying? Let me do your, let me do your album. This is Quincy. This is Quincy. Right. And then... Mike, young dude, like, well, all right, old dude, what you, what you right, thinking? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, so they get in, they cook up this formula. Now, where, hold on, where does Rod Temperton come in? Because he's part of the Because Rod too. Temperton is Quincy's, you know what I'm saying, that's right hand. That's his guy? Okay. That's his guy. His, okay. That's his, like, he's like his hit maker. Okay, got like, You know what I'm saying? He write the hits. Right. So, he basically, Quincy bring in his crew right. of all these people he's worked with over the right. years making all these records and shit. 
And then they come in, they build something, and they do off the wall. It pops. It's, right. You know what I'm saying? Shit, one of the greatest black records. Right. You know what I'm saying? Made. I like th- off the wall better than Thriller myself, but that's just me. Right. A lot of people do. So you get the Thriller, and they go back. Like, how are we going to top that? How are we going to top that? And how are we going to make this next shit? And you you sit there. You got all these guys, and they sitting there. And they're, they're, they're putting all of their best energy into making the best shit to to top the other best shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? To the point where you're just looking at the details and you fucking sleeping in the studio and, and the fucking, fucking speakers in the studio catching fire, all kind of shit going on. Right. Because it's just a lot of energy directed towards making some good shit. Right. And I don't think... I do that on every project. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't think, you know what I'm saying, you put that level of, of intent in the projects. And and what I would like, if I had my way, I would like to put that level in, of intention into the shit that you're working on. You know what right. I'm saying? You want to work on some shit that you feel like, yo, we can make some dope-ass shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I would like to put that level of intention in the work that I do. Why don't you? I ain't said I don't. I'm just saying. You say you, you, say you don't think sometimes you don't. Put that like sometimes you don't, but sometimes you do. But you know what I'm saying? You have a you have a point in your situation where, like I said, now you got to clear, you just got to clear your shit out and then get to a point where only thing you're working on is the shit that make you feel that way. Right. And sometimes you 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 making money, so you like, you know what I mean? All right, I'm going to just make this money. But- even in the stitch you just making that money on, it's kind of like you still want to be like, make the money with the shit that you feel like, ah, we can make some dope shit with it, right, right. Here, some real dope shit. And and you just have to put that intent in your life. And sometimes you, you, you sacrifice it just to keep the fucking shit moving. And right. I don't think in 18, I don't want to work like that in 18. In 18, I would, from now, from the end of 17, I want to work in a way that, I'm working on the shit that I feel like can change culture that could push culture. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the intent that I want to put out there because I've, you know what I'm saying, at a certain point, I've worked just like that, you know what I'm saying, exclusively. Right. Shit that I I felt like everything that I was doing, like, yo, this, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to a point where you grow and then some shit you're doing is just like, eh, but it's done. I want to do shit. I want to get back to that. Let me ask you a question. Say you were like a 25-year-old rapper. Mm-hmm. Hopping. Uh-huh. Like Kendrick. Yeah. <clears throat> I can't think of a, a Quincy for this generation, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say Quincy came up to you. Quincy's mm-hmm. what, 80? Swiss Beats. Nah, Swiss ain't Quincy, though. But but Swiss ain't young no more. <laughs> no, but he ain't young, but he's also within your genre. Like when you say right, 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 you know what right, I mean. Right, like right. Quincy was kind of right. the jazz, jazz guy. It was right, a right, different right, right, thing. Right, 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 right. I don't know who the jazz person is right now. Michael Bolton. I don't know. Uh, Robert Glasper. Robert Glasper. Gregory Porter. Like right. somebody like that uh-huh. came up to like you. You. Uh, I'm twenty five. Let's fuck it. Nah. The matter of fact, let's say let's make it Quincy. Uh-huh. He got Thriller on his resume uh-huh. from 20, 30 years ago, uh-huh. and he say, "Hey, Kenny." 
you know, I heard them albums. I think you're hip. I think you're cool. But I'm trying to tell you, brother, I take it to the next level. I can see it. Nah, it, it can't be Quincy because he already got Thriller on his resume. It got to be somebody who ain't who got, got something that. to prove. He, he got something to prove. All he ain't right. got that on his resume Let's, yet. Damn, I wish I could think of somebody we could. Okay, Robert. Oh, fuck, Robert Glasper. Mm-hmm. Right? Roy Hargrove. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, who, who? I'm trying to think of some of these motherfuckers. Somebody like that. Right. Hey, Kenny. And I don't even want to do Kendrick because Kendrick has already been in the little jazz lane. He's worked with some jazz motherfuckers. Right, right, right. Drake. You Drake, nigga. Uh-huh. You on fire. You on fire. You, you know what I mean? You, you've you've had a, maybe a couple little little bit of stumbles, but your stride is it's still, you still mm-hmm. running strong. Hey, brother, listen. I heard that views and shit, and I think, it's, I think it was groovy, brother. But let me tell you, man, me and my man over here with these tambourines and these motherfucking cymbals, we could take it to the next level, brother. All we need is about two months in the studio, young blood. I'm going a, I'm to a take your life. This is going to be transformative. Uh-huh, uh-huh. What you thinking? Uh-huh. What you think I'm thinking? Nigga, I'm thinking this feel like when Quincy and, uh, <laughs> and Mike got together. I see it in you, brother. And yeah, I, think- I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's a... I don't know who that one-on-one equation would be <laughs> and, and but, how you would take that chance. But I'm sure it's happening every day. I'm sure right. there's cats out there that's worked in a whole other genre, <coughs> like Warren Campbell or something, who's done a right. bunch of gospel and right. shit like that. But then... Could do a hip hop album, you know what I'm saying? What if Kirk Franklin came to Twenty One Savage, hit him in the DM, say, hey, "Brother, listen, shit, that's you know cool. I love the Lord and all of that, but that shit you've been saying, brother, yeah. that shit, woo, good Lord, and that, that shit might hit. You I know got what some, saying? I got some tracks for you. That wave, what you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking um, Chance the Rapper, them doing BJ the Chicago Kid, and all that. <laughs> but Con- that's that's Kanye what Kirk, Kirk. talking. I ain't talking all that gospel shit. That's what they want to see me do. I got some shit. I got some shit I'm about to He I, might have it though. He might I wouldn't I wouldn't count nobody hey, he out. He might man. have it. He might have it. But it's just it. such a it's such a risk. I respect it. I respect it because people live and die by that shit every day. Mm-hmm. And this is a motherfucker every day approaching the project well, like this is my thriller. Right. And that shit might be their motherfucking um yeah, I we, can't think of it. You just can't worry about that shit though. It's that just long. like not not that it's that it's one to one, but like putting Raphael Sadiq and Solange together. You know right. what I'm saying? Is she young and she used to working with the little popping producers over here, over here. He 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 the Ray Ray from Oak Town. You know what I'm saying? But even almost that kind of still makes a little bit more sense. It does it does make sense, but what 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 I see in that project that they ended up doing, right. his his old school, old head outlook and experience. Right. Gave that project, you know what I'm saying, balance that right. she never had in her projects. Right. To me, it's like her other projects, like with with Blood Orange and um, all the other producers. It was kind of like over here, over here. You know what I'm saying? Right. Kind of like you know, frenetic. And but with Raphael Sadiq, he balanced that shit out and gave it a groove mm. all the way through. It was focused. It was focused, and it it, it made the difference. I think. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That experience with that youthful. You know what I'm saying? That upstart energy. Right. You know what I mean? I think a lot of times that shit could work. Mm. Yeah, man. Gotta take the risk. Uh <clears throat> I think it's time for us to get to get the hell on. Right. You got something else you wanna say? You I know? wanna say. I say something to the people. You know what I'm saying? People. <clears throat> 
I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? You rocking out with us. We an hour and something, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come through every week. Really appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would appreciate it more if you come check me out on the Instagram, at Mr. Muhammad. You know what I'm saying? On the Snap, at Thorough TV. And uh, shit, check check the player out. You know what I'm saying? Holler at me. Let me know where you, what your head at. You know what I'm saying? You got ideas. Throw them at me. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I, I'm trying to make that, that, that thriller. That I'm trying to use my thriller level intent out here in the world. Holler at your boy. Mm. <laughs> That's what's up. Uh shit, I'm around. I'm in the city. I don't I'm I don't think I have any shows coming up this week. If I do, I'm gonna let you know via IG story or Twitter. But uh yeah, I'm out here, man. I'm just working. You'll see me. Uh the comedian is streaming. Not streaming, but it's on on TV. What's that? The comedian is a movie with De Niro and uh who else is in it? Are you in it? Cloris Leachman. I'm in it brief. It's one of those quick blink and you miss me. Situation, <laughs> but you did make the cut. I made the cut. I didn't get credited though. I'm a little tight about that, but it's cool. I didn't go support the movie in the theaters. I saw it on uh, on cable, and uh, I was excited about it till I saw role? it. Damn, I ain't. Get, I, I was on the dais. I played one of the comedians. Like, there's a roast scene. There's a oh, pivotal right, right, right. scene. You talked about this. <clears throat> yeah, I had a good but time. You did it. I had a good time. Uh, I figured out, you know, I forgot to cash my check because I misplaced the check. Rich, rich nah, it ain't. It's the irresponsible office. shit. <laughs> but uh, shout out if you catch it, man. Keep an eye out for me. And uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We out. The main thing of it all is to be in the conversation, conversation.